Hello and welcome to Bible Truth Feed. In the world we live in today, we need hope. It's what keeps us from giving up, choosing rather to look forward to what's coming next, rather than looking back on the negativity that has surrounded the world in the past 18 months or so concerning COVID. Now, we're going to be running a new webinar soon called Bible Basics Series 2. And in this webinar, we explain the great reason for the hope that's found in the Bible and why it can change your life. So keep your ear out for upcoming podcasts in relation to this. But this particular podcast is called Find Answers, Find Truth, Find Hope. And it's a bit of an introduction to the series. So hope you enjoy it. If you've got any comments, questions or messages, please leave them and we'll do our best to read and publish them. Thank you. God bless. So I want to start with the word hope. When we were brainstorming for this series, we we wanted to describe in concise terms what the Bible offers, kind of give you a phrase that captures what the Bible can give us. And we settled on the phrase, find hope, because I think we all need more hope, don't we? Hope is what keeps us going. Hope is what gives us strength. And hope gives us something to live for when life is is difficult. And there's a quote I really like. I'll tell you who it's from in, in just a moment. But the quote goes like this. It says, where there is hope, there is life. You know, that's a, a pretty simple statement, isn't it? But it's a very comforting one, and it's, it's very true. I think life would be almost meaningless if we didn't have hope. And while that's true of life in general, when we think about the Bible, that becomes extra true. There's this verse from 1st of John, chapter 2, the epistle of John, where the Apostle John says to us, this is the promise that he hath promised us, that God hath promised to you and I, even eternal life. So that's the hope that the Bible offers is is life. But you see, it's not just any life. We're talking about immortality. We're talking about life eternal, a life that never ends. Now, the person who wrote the quote that we have on the screen wasn't thinking of living forever. The girl who wrote that just wanted to live another day or maybe another month. The quote's from a book called The Diary of a Young Girl, probably better known to you as The Diary of Anne Frank. And Anne was a young Jewish girl. She was 15 years old. She lived in a secret room in Amsterdam, hidden behind a bookshelf, hiding from the persecution of the Nazis. And when she wrote this quote, she went on to say that hope makes us fresh sorry, fills us with fresh courage and makes us strong again. You see, what gave Anne hope was a BBC radio announcement. They had a radio hit and they listened to an announcement and there was talk about D-Day. And she hoped for deliverance, that the allies would come and deliver her. Well, what gives us hope is the message of the Bible. It's a message that can change your life. It's a message that can fill those dark days with hope. The message of the Bible can give us courage. It can make us strong again. 
So how does the Bible do that, you might ask? Well, I want to share with you a, a Bible event, a Sunday school story, really. Some of you might remember this story. It's from the Old Testament in the time period of the kings of Israel and Judah. It comes from the life of the prophet Elisha. Now, what do we remember Elisha for? Well, often we think he's the one that came after Elijah, that prophet of fiery judgment. But Elisha was a little more gentle. He was a prophet of great faith. But what Elisha had was a wonderful understanding of God and his ways. So we're talking about 900 years before the time of Jesus. Israel was ruled by kings. They faced constant battles with the nations around them. And one of their enemies were the Syrians, a strong nation to the north and east of Israel, an area that's, that's still known as Syria today. In 2 Kings chapter 6, we're told the story of how the Syrians were always pursuing the Israelites. It's really funny, actually. The king of Syria gets frustrated that Israel always knows his plans because God was revealing the strategy to Elisha, and Elisha, the prophet, would warn the king of Israel. But one morning, the situation was totally different. Elisha's in the city of Dothan with one of his servants, and the king of Syria had sent his army by night, and the city's surrounded by, by horses and chariots, and everywhere they looked, there was the enemy. And so Elisha and his servant wake up that morning, and if we pick up the story in 2 Kings chapter 6, it says, When the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city with horses and chariots. And you can just sense the, the fear in the servant's words as he says to Elisha, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Now, we might not face horses or chariots, or we certainly don't have an army surrounding our houses. But life feels this way sometimes, doesn't it? There's times in life where we're surrounded by troubles. Life seems really hard. It's like we're trapped within the walls of a city and, and there's really no way out. Perhaps you've been in a situation like this in the last year and a half, afraid of what's happening, completely unsure of what to do with, with no answers and, and no hope. But as you know, there's another man in this story. He's in exactly the same position. He's surrounded by the same army and that's the prophet Elisha. And Elisha wasn't afraid. Elisha had a completely different view of the situation. He says in verse 16, as he speaks to the servant, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. It's kind of a complicated way of saying that, you know, God's on our side. He's not at his wit's end. He wasn't wondering what to do to get out of the situation. And why wasn't he afraid? Because he knew God was with them. But he could also see something that the servant couldn't. He saw another set of horses and chariots. Look at what Elisha says as he prays that God might open the eyes of the servants. He says, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Okay, these aren't the horses and chariots of the Syrians. These are the horses and chariots of God's deliverance. But the thing is, is Elisha could see them. And it took God opening the eyes of the other man for him to see the same thing. Wouldn't it be great if we could always be aware of the power of God when we're confronted by a problem? Well, for me, that's what the Bible does. It opens my eyes to the hand of God. I don't actually see horses and chariots 
I don't see the angels that that probably represented. But I'm strengthened by knowing that God is in control. Look at this verse from the, the Psalmist David in Psalm 34. David said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. And isn't that an incredible thing to think about? God's angels are all around us and they're ready to deliver us. Well, that's the hope that the Bible gives us. And that's a hope that has the power to transform your life. And that's why we're glad that you're here for these series of webinars. We want to make that hope real for you. And I realize that that, that concept might seem rather fantastic. You know, the Bible's hard to read. It's a big book. It has hard words. Perhaps it seems like when you read it, you, you need someone to interpret it. Perhaps when you speak to others, everyone you speak to has a different idea of what the Bible teaches. Well, that's where Bible basics comes in. We're going to assume that you believe in God or that you want to. We're going to assume that you believe the Bible is from God and, and has some authority. But beyond that, we're not going to assume anything. We're going to go slow. We're going to open God's word together. And together, we're going to look at some of the wonderful teachings of the Bible. We're going to examine the basics of, of who God is and what he has planned for you. We're going to look at what he has planned for the earth on which we live. And you're going to meet some wonderful Bible presenters who love the word of God and want to share with you the wonders that it contains. Well, I want to share with you one more passage that's relevant, and it comes from the teacher of all time, from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Jesus was an amazing teacher, and much of what he taught was in the form of, of parables, these very vivid teachings that have such a deep meaning. And one of them is in Matthew chapter 13. And Jesus, when he was speaking to his disciples, said, the kingdom of heaven is like to treasure hid in a field. The which, when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. You see, the treasures that the Bible offers, they're hidden. They have to be searched out. They're not out there in the open. And we have to commit to finding them. There's a verse in Proverbs, perhaps where Jesus was, was getting his parable from, what he was thinking of when he told the parable, from the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon in the book of Proverbs is talking about wisdom. And he says, if, if you seek for wisdom as silver, if you search for wisdom as hid treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Well, there's two things in, in that verse that jump out at me. One is knowing that there's a reward, and the other is seeing that it requires effort. And so if you go back up to Jesus' parable in the, in the top verse, the man who finds the treasure in the field, he sells everything that he has. And what does that mean? That means that he makes that his priority. It also means that he sacrifices other things. I think that's why you're here watching the webinar. There's so many other things you could watch on YouTube. But when we realize the treasure that the Bible offers, well, then we sacrifice other things in life. If you knew that there was a treasure hidden in your backyard right now, what would you do? I know what I would do. I'd get out my shovel and I'd start digging. 
And I'd dig every day until I found that treasure. And if I was digging and hit a rock, well, I'd figure out how to move that rock. I wouldn't let anything stop me from finding that treasure. And so we encourage you to start digging. Start digging in the word of God. And what will you find? Well, you'll find, you'll find answers. The Bible has answers to all of life's questions. Have you wondered why God created the earth? Well, there's an answer in the Bible. Or have you questioned what he has in store for the faithful? What happens after death? It's there in the Bible. Or when will Christ return to the earth? Or, or what is this kingdom that the Bible talks about? Well, you'll also find truth. You know, there, there really is such a thing as truth. I know we live in a world where everybody has their own truth. And it seems confusing that there's so many religions. And I know that society has an idea that, you know, you can make the Bible say whatever you want it to. But the Bible really teaches one truth. And we're going to share with you the keys on how to read the Bible and understand it. And we're going to help you believe that the Bible means what it says. And ultimately, we hope that you will find hope. Because if there's one thing that we all need right now, it's hope. When I look around, there's a lot of despair. There's a lot of fatigue. You know, there's some serious problems that confront this world. But the Bible says that there will be an age when all these troubles and problems melt away. That's something to live for. And you know what's amazing? Is that this hope isn't just a future thing. It's not something that's going to be great when it comes. The hope of the Bible really can give us peace now. So we get this offer of a peace in the age to come, in the future, and we also have a peace that can be with us now. And I want to share with you one of my favorite sections of scripture. It comes from the book of Philippians in the New Testament, Philippians chapter four. And the apostle Paul says, don't be anxious about anything. You know, we don't have to worry about the things that happen. And why can he say that? Well, he says, we need to pray. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, that means just asking God for help and thanking him for the help he provides, we can let our requests be made known unto God. Well, what does that bring? Well, the verse goes on to say, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is true. If you take the time to get to know the God of the Bible, you'll be blessed with peace. The hope of the Bible will, will change your life. And I invite you to join us in this journey. I'm really excited for these webinars that are coming up. And I hope that you will join us each and every week on Thursday nights as we look for answers, as we look for truth, and we look for the hope that God offers us in his word. If you found this video helpful, then make sure to go to our website to find other Bible study materials. And also don't forget to take the quiz by using the link down below. If you take enough quizzes, you'll earn some awesome rewards as well as some very useful Bible study tools. We at Bible Basics Webinar also specialize in individual and small group Bible studies. You can text us by using the phone number that's also down in the description, as well as our email to get more information about our Zoom and in-person classes. And of course, thank you so much for watching Bible Basics Webinar, where we use the Bible to learn about God.